Hey everybody, welcome back to Spin Rack. I'm here with my boy Petey, and today we're talking about Project Power. Yep, that's the new film that just dropped on Netflix, and it's the new movie by well, J- Jamie Foxx, who's leading it, and Joseph Gordon-Levitt. You know, so hey, what was your thought on this movie? This is his new, um, another another action-packed movie by Netflix, and no one else is putting out movies like Netflix is. It's another sci-fi film. What's your take on it today? Can you give us a little background on it, Petey? Um, the background is I don't know where this came from. It's just uh, this just popped up out of nowhere. It's not an existing thing, but ultimately. The story is similar to if you've seen the, the Limitless movie and or the TV series. And if you've seen Greenlight and the Black Lightning, like the sale, sale of Greenlight, Greenlight and people getting powers. So both of those things deal with the, someone, someone taking a pill and gaining powers and or abilities. But this one takes it a little differently. They have an angle to it. Their angle to it is that these pills are sort of signature to these certain animals. And it takes on a superhuman, super, superhuman like take on these animals' abilities. If you have some sort of managing of heat and cold, that would turn into fire. If there's one that's almost similar to, like what they call the Wolverine frog, that's similar to like, um, like Doomsday, where the limbs, actual broken limbs, turned into weapons. There's a lot of interesting stuff. Use the armadillo, so it comes with, so you get to steal. And there's one I didn't really figure out what the big hook of the story, the power that's used at the end, whose power that is. That really just felt like Black Bolt in the in the Fantastic Four series. But with that said, it's basically the backdrop of New Orleans. And if you know New Orleans, a lot of stuff has happened. It feels like a lot of stuff was let happen, whether you believe in conspiracy or not. This movie sort of plays to that, saying that this whole environment of selling these different powers, you, you know, utilizing these abilities from animals and turning their superpowers to these people. We see one person burst into fire. We see, um, we, we start to see these slow, these things happen. Someone who's camouflage, like obviously like the, like the, the what's it, the lizard? Chameleon, that sort of thing. So it's like, and then we have like the armadillo having that hard hide sort of thing. You see these powers play out. But at the same time, there's a there's a root to this. And that's where Jamie Foxx's character comes in. Well, first we introduce to our or the lead girl, and that's uh, who is it? That's Robin. Dominique Fishback. Robin, yeah, so yeah. she's in so she's the lead, and obviously playing off of her name being Robin, obviously Batman and Rob, that sort of stuff. They play off of that. But this is different because there's a lot of kids that are in these TV shows, and the kids become the moral high ground of the show. She's not that. She has some aspects to her that's like gives her the heart of gold because she's taking care of her mom. She's selling, you know, the classic selling the drugs for your family. This is one person who's actually selling the the Project Power pills to take care of her mom. Where most like Biggie, he was doing it to be a success. His mother was already had a home that you know, like a place she lived. She, they weren't struggling. She said it on TV, and he went to he went to Weston House, and he thought that was a sorry. I had a flashback. Sorry. <laughs> so ultimately, there's a there's a backtrack a, a backdrop of all these elements of the you know the drug the drug trade all this, this terrible stuff that um, New Orleans went through. And then Jamie Foxx starts unearthing more stuff because he's an army guy, he was tested on, some things came out of that. 
some things didn't necessarily come out where they wanted, but they revealed that his daughter had something that was beyond what he had, and then they captured her. So this is what put him on this thing to find out where the source is. So I think it's, that's as much backdrop as I can get. What are your thoughts on it so far? We want to pick up from there? Yeah, yeah. So we have, one of the things with this power is that they usually last around five minutes, you know? So it's a, it's a short time. And some people who get the power end up dying, exploding, you know? Um, other people, you don't, they get power. Sometimes you don't know. They're not obvious power. Some people are very obvious. They become giants or, or turn into fire or whatever. But what tends to happen is that people want to take more of these pills to, to, to enhance their power. And so you, some of them OD on it. And um, it's, it's a very interesting. You have people who have ice power and stuff like that. But this is being run by, once again, the evil corporation, you know, and they're testing it. And they're basically testing it in, in NOLA. Uh, and this is where the whole uh, Project Greenlight in, in Black Lightning comes up, where they're testing these powers here. And Jamie Foxx was meant to be, a, they were doing these tests to make them super soldiers. And, um, you know, but his powers came out. He's a major. I think they keep referring to him as major. So probably he was a major in the military or whatever. Yeah. But, just, but what's pretty interesting I like about this story is that you also have um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. He has a relationship. He's a cop in NOLA. So when I first saw the thing, I thought, oh, Jamie Foxx is going to be another cop in another show. But no, he's not a cop. He's just trying to find his daughter. Whereas Joseph, um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, he's the cop in the city trying to clean up his city. But he's also working with um, Robin. You know, and he knows she's a local dealer. You know, and he knows why she's doing it. But he's more concerned with the big fish and stuff. But he's also using the stuff because he 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 he, he wants to to have the, the the playing field even with the the bad guys. Well, that's what they always say. Probably you just want the power to begin with. But I thought his character was very interesting, and the motivations were different, and the very fact that you know the reality is you have cops and they deal with the local dealers, and people don't you know they they always oh well you know this is a dealer that's a cop. It's it's a normal bad guys and good guys, or if you want to say they're dealing with each other. The only way you're going to find out what's going on is by getting someone who's in this industry working. And I think that their relationship was very interesting. How he came through with how he looked for her, um, how he looked for how he treated her almost like a like a like a little sister or, or something. Their relationship and or daughter. You know, and, or daughter. And how you or have uncle, the, uncle, his, uncle, uncle, yeah. Uncle niece. Yeah, niece, yeah. And you know, they have a funny bit about him and the mother. So it's it really enjoyable. And how even though she's telling him that Jamie Foxx is good, he ain't believing it because he's told to go after this guy. Well, so I thought... But before, what I want to chime in with what you're saying is that we have a split in how Gordon, with the Gordon Levitt's character, connects with her as almost a family member, whereas Jamie Foxx takes it differently. He deals with like an army person. And he's like, she's like, she has her, he has her with him. And she's like, I'm just a kid. And she's like, she's like you, you started selling drugs. You, you, you can't be, you can't go, you can't be a kid no more. Like they already made the decision. And that's yeah. the hard thing that people don't accept. They want to fall back on this when it's a, it's in a, you deal with the adult crimes when you're selling these things. It's like the, the option of saying, oh, the streets are hard, but then you want to go back to being the kid. And it's like, you can't sort of wait the way the government works. The way the laws work, you can't. It was a very important scene, and it sort of having him stay the drill sergeant to, and then him meeting her because he, you know, he overextended himself. 
in trying to find out information on stuff. And the, the action and the connection, some of the connection stuff is fun because it's like when she's going in to get the information, like um, he loses her. Like someone comes up to him and asks him for help. And I've gone through that in the store where they come to you and they ask you for help. And you're like, I don't work here. And they look at you like, what's wrong with you? Like, you know, you were like, no, I don't work here. And then he loses the girl. And then she's like, then now we're in the part of the story where we've lost contact with our contact. So it's like, it's, it's and they did that a couple of times in the story. So sorry, I cut you off. No, no, I think that was a good point, you know, and he loses contact with, the, with her and, and how he gets in contact with her. And she comes, you know, one thing, she doesn't believe in him at first. She doesn't believe all this stuff. She thinks he's just another dude, you know. Oh, Machine Gun Kelly was in the movie and they like killed him off like right away. But he has, the best, he, he has the best scene. He has the, yes, the he does. scene and it's so cool power so and everything. Crazy. Yeah, so, but Machine Gun Kelly was in there. So he's having a hell of a run. He's getting the, the girl from Teenage Mutant Ninja and he's in the movie at the same time and he has a song out to rap. So he's doing pretty good. But in terms of, yeah, I, I, I gotta say, I, I, I enjoyed this movie. I thought I wasn't going to enjoy it because, uh, you know, Jamie Foxx has made some movies that are not always as consistent as you'd want them to be. But oh. this one I thought was enjoyable um, with... Uh, You're gonna you know, go to... One of those, what, are, what was some of the movies he did? Let's let's go through his. Um, we're not going through those. No, movies. We, we did, not, we're sticking to this. I think he's kind of stepped up his movie game since. Um, let's go through some of the bad ones. Uh, Booty Call, but Booty Call wasn't a bad one. What Booty else have we one. got? We got something else. We got something. Um, and he got held up. Held up. That's what you're talking about. You still hold the remote for Held Up and the Players Club. You got a problem with the Players Club? He's just a DJ in Players Club. Like, what else did he He was on Moesha, but you don't even like, you don't like the Jamie Foxx show? Come on, man. What else you got? Bait? You hated Bait, didn't you? You like, you really hated Bait. He was good in Ali. It doesn't matter that he did Shade. You don't know what Shade is, right? No, I didn't watch <laughs> Look, we're digressing big time. But I think that this was a pretty good, it was it, it was very fun, it was very enjoyable. There were twists and turns. It wasn't like, oh, I, I figured out what's going on. It's not very formulaic. Um, I mean, they're always formulaic, but this one at least it was very enjoyable. So I would say, if anybody's out there, I think you should go out and definitely watch it. And like, I like Ghost, um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, but um, Dominique Fishback, I think she was excellent in her role. I didn't think that she was going to pull it off. You know, it's a little girl and stuff like that, but she did a great job. And by the way, she's not a little girl, but in real life, but she plays one in this show. But um, she does a great job in believing. Um, so I think it, the the main, the three main character, the three main leads did a great job. Um, the only, the only thing that I wish they would have had more of was uh, the big bad. And I think this movie does lay lay the groundwork for uh, continuation. So what do you mean? What do you mean? What? How much better did they, they had the big drug dealer, the guy from um, from your show from, um, from Westworld, and he's the more dramatic one. Then you have the. The, the actual families are trying to get to the stuff and then the person that's holding his daughter. I think a lot of times when you try to do like like the first blade, when you do the blood god thing, kind of fall on your face. And right now they have the person that has his daughter and in a spot where they had the drop on him and we need a big, we need to know what his power is. So I think ultimately I get what you're saying of having an adversary that he can go toe to toe with. But I think 
since they hadn't shown us what he can do outside of stopping, you know, stopping all the, the power characters without powers. It was interesting to see him do stuff. And we also also had the, we had so many cool fights. I don't know if I need it. Oh. I, mean, I, get, I get what you're saying. I don't know if I need it. Oof. No, I don't think you need it. I'm just saying it wasn't a negative. I'm just saying it just to me ends means that I think this is when I think it will be successful as number one trending on um, on Netflix. I think this has a very strong possibility to become at least another movie or probably even a franchise. But right here, I mean, I thought like some of the action. If we're talking about the action set pieces, one of the action spots that was so great is when they had. Are you saying that it's unpredictable? No, I said I don't think. No, like unpredictable. The song tonight we're getting unpredict. Come on, we gotta do some sort of fun stuff in here. The song unpredictable. Sorry, <laughs> look at the face. He is so pissed off at me now. <laughs> so I'm saying like another had, joke that didn't land with them. <laughs> it, it didn't. And so when you had that whole when they were trying to sell the, the they were doing a demonstration for the for the for the drug dealers or. And I thought that the, the battle there was just off the chain. It was like everybody, every man for themselves. I thought it was pretty cool. And you know, sometimes you see characters do certain things. You're like, why do they do that? That doesn't even make sense. But you see the consequences and the reason and, and what happened. So I see why the filmmaker did some of these things. But hey, I thought this was an enjoyable movie. Once again, I think that if you have a chance, get out there and see it. Have a good time. You know, it's not dragging. Check it out. If you already got Netflix, go check it out. Yeah, ain't gonna cost you nothing, you know. And Netflix is the only game in town right now. That's all I keep. I keep saying it again and again in the video. Netflix. It's if, if you believe in conspiracies, it's not. Why they were behind. Why they were behind. Why they, they're definitely they're making no. money off of the no. coronavirus. No, you know they're, they're, not make, they're making money off the coronavirus because no one bought into the streaming service. They brought into the HBO thing of doing it when they want to do it. And that's what you get. That's what you get. Their model, their model is working much better. And don't worry, by next year, everybody's going to be on the Netflix model. You'll see. You know. So listen, get out there. So they're the one we can trust. They've been giving it to us for a long time. DVDs, then streaming. They've been hooking us up. Don't just go to your fly-by-nights, people trying to jump on there, giving you once-a-week movies. When you know you want to binge-watch it, you know you want to binge-watch the... Okay, so we, we, we're doing the binge-watching thing. No, you should not be binge-watching shows. Yes, we, you, we had should. A, yes you should. Uh, I was against it, but at the same time now, what can you do? You're stuck at home. Binge-watch Warrior Nun. You, you don't have the next season of uh, Mandalorian yet. What can you do? <laughs> watch um curse you got shows you can watch the netflix there it is don't Go be watch dis- a movie don't be dissing future employers bro i keep telling you that all right the resumes are in what so about the stop. netflix is just employing us why can't they just do it uh never put it in with those guys come on and then um <laughs> i think i think it's because because jamie fox in recent years as far as superheroes he's been connected to spawn and when I first saw this, I was like, does he need to be connected with Spawn? Because I know people go, oh, Spawn, he's a, a popular character, he's a black character. And the problem with Spawn and the black character thing is that he's a black character that his face is sort of burned off. Now, you say to yourself, hey, what's the name? Deadpool, his face is burned off. But it's like you're wearing the makeup the entire time. 
and the actors, if you're doing three by the second film, having the flashback of him being human isn't gonna work. You know, you get 30 minutes of him in the human face, the rest of the time he's hamburger face as, as Todd McFarlane goes. This is a, bit, a decent project for him to do three or four films and not have to wait on Todd trying to direct Spawn. This is happening now. This is your property. It's one of the few because we have, well, no, um, what's the name? Black Lightning is still going. Limitless, which I was a fan of, it didn't go. But this is very succinct using and selling of power because they did those three had tried and I think Limitless did it well, but it didn't, it didn't keep going. Black Lightning kind of stretched it out and this having a very succinct, like the same way the Limitless movie was, this is a good thing, thing to keep doing more movies with. So, yeah, I'm with it. Me too. Spinarak? Out. Out. So there it is. We knocked off two things.